Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about four ways, four tips to deal with the dizzy and lightheaded feelings. This is a common complaint with anxiety and especially leaning in toward panic. Uh, There's these physical sensations that are really uncomfortable for people, and I want to talk a little bit about those today. Lightheaded, dizzy, unbalanced, many people, different ways of describing it, but we all know the feeling, and it can come up when your anxiety is high. The feeling of trying to walk on a boat, feeling fuzzy in the head, uh, having, you know, being unbalanced and needing, feeling almost like you need to grab the wall or sit down. And it has a lot to do with how we're breathing. We want to pay attention to that. Breathing is oxygen coming in and carbon dioxide going out. Breathing, we breathe in oxygen and we breathe out carbon dioxide and there's a balance that's maintained with those. And when we are anxious, our breathing rate increases and we increase the amount of oxygen that's coming in and the amount of CO2 that's going out. But our body is not using more oxygen, but it's expelling more carbon dioxide. Okay. So like we're breathing in more oxygen, we're breathing out more carbon dioxide, but our body, when we're breathing in more oxygen, isn't using any more oxygen, but we're breathing out more carbon dioxide. And this causes respiratory alkalosis and the change in the carbon dioxide blood concentration can cause horribly unpleasant lightheadedness, tingling in the fingers and toes, people becoming clammy and sweaty. So all of you are familiar with these symptoms and sensations that I'm talking about. So you are seeing that this comes from our changes in our respiration. And we do, our breathing changes as soon as we start getting nervous, as soon as we become anxious, and definitely when we are in panic. But what we 
need to pay attention to is that it happens often before we're even aware of it. So often I only hear from people describing the tingling feelings or the clamminess, the sweating, lightheadedness, again, dizzy, but they didn't even notice, perhaps, that their breathing may have changed. When we're anxious, we breathe in more oxygen, like I said, and we're breathing out more carbon dioxide, but we're not using the oxygen. And so when we are Um, Let's say if we were fighting or running, this would be useful. We would be using more of that oxygen, but we're not. We're often getting anxious when we're sitting at a desk. I can remember um, back in the day when I had anxiety, I was a draftsman for Carrier Corporation, and I can remember standing at my desk, we had those big drafting boards, and I would be standing there feeling like if I could just run and I wasn't trying to get away from my desk or my or my board or my office, but I just had this pent-up feeling of needing to run, uh, to move my body. And I, when looking back and thinking about it, I'm feeling like I probably was breathing in an anxious way. I was building up oxygen, and it would have felt right to just run or fight. Well, fighting probably wasn't ever going to happen, but... Uh, to be able to run and expel, to use some of that oxygen. When we're fighting or fleeing, again, this is useful to have all this extra oxygen. But if we're not using this, we freeze. And we freeze like I did at my desk because I couldn't go anywhere. And you feel like you have to, you know, look like you know what you're doing. And so if you freeze, instead of fighting or running, our body has these horrible, anxious feelings. This is all pent up energy, oxygen, and all the changes that that does in our bodies. So there's a narrow range of oxygen and carbon dioxide levels in our in our blood. And with too much oxygen, our blood vessels constrict and we experience tingling in the extremities as the blood may not be reaching these extremities. Anxiety tells us that we're going to pass out, but passing out happens when blood pressure is low, not high. And we want to remember this because anxiety, the anxiety state is one of high blood pressure. And uh, that's why fainting is rare. So let's hold there for a minute because this is uh, something that comes up with people all the time is that feeling of I'm going to pass out. I'm going to go down. I feel like I'm going to lose it. I'm driving and I'm afraid I'm going to pass out while I'm driving or I'm going to veer off the road from passing out. So you want to remember, we pass out when our blood pressure is very low. It takes us down to the ground and then it resets. The blood pressure comes back up again, right? But when we are anxious, we are not in a state of having low blood pressure. We are in a state of having higher blood pressure. And so fainting would be rare if ever. 
I want you to remember that one less thing for you to think or worry about, because this is a big one, because you feel so off, right? You feel dizzy. You feel weird, lightheaded. You feel like you want to grab the walls. I'm going to go down, but you're not. You're not going to pass out. So you can relax a little bit on that one. If you let your anxiety and these weird feelings of woozy, um, if you let those wash over you and um, not act when your anxiety hits you, you'll begin to see that you are okay and you're just under stress, that you're not fainting even though you feel wonky or woozy in the head and you may feel sweaty, right? It's like the sweaty, the heart pounding, but just let it wash over you. If you could practice this and actually successfully do it once, you're going to be able to carry this with you in your back pocket forever. You're going to be able to remember that you got through it once so you can do it again. And the more you can do this, the less you feed your anxiety. You don't throw any more fuel on that flame and it's going to die out. A muscle tension is another place where we can begin to start to feel dizzy or get that uh, feeling like you're on a boat, that woozy kind of uh, motion sickness kind of feeling from muscle tension. And whoa, do we have muscle tension or what when we are anxious? And once you get into a panic situation, you are so tense. And I want you to practice right now. I know I ask you guys to do this all the time, but why not take this opportunity while you're listening to me? Nobody can tell what you're doing. Just let your muscles relax, especially those ones around your neck and your shoulders. Let them relax. This muscle tension can cause us to feel dizzy. It can cause us to feel woozy or unbalanced. So let those muscles relax when you can. And the more aware you can be of how physically tense your body is, the more you'll be able to relax it and be able to send the message of peace and calm, all is well. We can stop ramping up and you'll be able to not only feel better, you'll be able to think better. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Blood sugar crashes are another place where we can get that dizzy and lightheaded feeling. And uh, there's a lot of stuff around blood sugar, and we're all different, but there's lots of ways to be able to take care of it. And the best way that you want to be able to take care of it is through your diet and know your own fuel mix that you need. I'm going to make a note to do a whole podcast on fuel mix for uh, blood sugar crashes, but know your own body, know how often it normally is before you get hungry and need to eat. Now, I also want to remind you, just because you feel hungry doesn't mean you are going to get a blood sugar crash and uh, go down. You get really low blood sugar crashes because your blood sugar had been too high. And actually, it starts when it starts dropping really fast, it's the cortisol in your body. This is why it goes hand in hand with anxiety, uh, is your body's response to try to keep it from going too low again, because too much insulin had come out in the rescue of the too high blood sugar. And the cortisol is trying to push the blood sugar back up again, which is causing you to feel horrible and anxious. So it all goes hand in hand and it can make you feel woozy and dizzy and like you're going to faint. But here's the deal. You can keep your blood sugar from dropping really fast by the way that you eat unless you have very specific blood sugar issues, which are very rare, I want to add. Most of this can be handled through your diet by having enough um of fiber in your diet to keep your blood sugar from dropping too fast. Fiber is uh, definitely got to be added in there. And by keeping sugar out of the diet and processed foods. But like I said, I'll do a whole show on that in the future because many people suffer with it. I had horrible blood sugar swings until I learned what I needed to do with my diet and how to eat for me. And everybody, you can figure this out on your own. So we'll get to work on that on another podcast. So we've got the blood sugar, we've got tense muscles, we've got the way that we're breathing all working against us when we are anxious. But the more aware we can be of these things, the more we can say, ah, okay, that's what's happening my breathing is way off. So I'm just going to settle a little bit here. And maybe you have to take a break and go sit somewhere quiet, get away from your work desk or wherever you are. Take five minutes and let your muscles relax. Let your breathing come back into its normal state. So let's go over some four tips here that you can work on so that you don't have to deal with this dizzy woozy feeling and not knowing what it is and being afraid of it. It's that fear of it that just sends us really down the wormhole. So number one, we want to do some breathing exercises, meaning I guess I don't really like to look at them so much as exercises as just our natural way to breathe, which is our belly breathing. We want to learn how to let our belly relax with our breath so that our lungs can fill deeper and our diaphragm can flatten out and This allows regulation of the oxygen and the CO2, the carbon dioxide that I was talking about earlier, and those levels can then 
be uh, regulated, and it, by the flattening of that diaphragm, it can stimulate the vagus nerve, and the deep breathing can be a good normal practice, and it will make you feel, at first, perhaps, like I don't know how to breathe. I forgot how to breathe. Oh my goodness, what am I doing now? I don't know how to breathe. Just relax. That's normal. Okay, Gina said this might happen that I just now I'm acting like I don't know how to breathe. So smile about it. Don't think it's a big deal. When we concentrate on something new, we often take it too far. Like, oh no, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? If you get a weird feeling from thinking about your breathing, take a break. Go think about something else. Go back to your work project that you were doing and come back to it again. And just remember to relax your belly is all you need to do. Relax the belly and the in-breath will take care of itself when you slow your exhalation down. You just want it to go a little bit slower and a little bit longer than usual. And that can be by making a little straw-like form of with your lips and letting it go out a little slower, or it can be just through your nostrils if you're going to be exhaling through your nose. Just let it go a little bit slower, controlling it from the back of your throat, wherever, but just let it go a little slower. And then that inhale will take a little bit deeper by itself if you have let your belly relax. That's all you need to do. I told you about your diaphragm flattening out and it's stimulating your vagus nerve. I want to tell you why I like that. Because that stimulation tells your mind that all is well. It stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest, your calm place of healing, and that's how that is stimulated. So we can do that consciously with our breathing. But all you need to do to do that is to relax your belly. So often we don't relax our belly. We're holding our belly tight. When we're anxious or stressed out, we're really tight. So I want you to just do that. Relax the belly and let the inhale take care of itself after you have had that nice, slow, and longer exhalation. So the second tip is to be more active. Use up that excess oxygen. Like I said, when we're taking those the oxygen in, we're taking extra oxygen in, we don't need all that. So we feel weird. So use it up. Get up and do some walking, maybe go for a little run in place, maybe go outside and run around or do some calisthenics or all kinds of things that you can do within a couple of minutes of of really intense workout. And intense is different for different people depending on your activity level. So intense for you for just a minute or two and you'll burn off some of that oxygen. You will feel much better. It will, you'll begin to self-regulate right then and right there. And the third one that I want you to do is to meditate. Of course, I would like this to be part of your daily activity, but if you haven't started yet, you can begin your meditation. It's like exercise for your brain. We do a lot of exercise for our body, 
And we need to take this time for our mind and our well-being. So start start today. Many, many, many podcasts on meditation. So check those out. And the fourth and final tip I have for you is when you generally reduce your overall anxiety, these sensations will dissipate. And you will feel like, I can't even remember that I used to get those, or I can't even remember what that feeling was. Because uh, we, we don't need to take it out of, I used to get that feeling when I would be driving sometimes. And so I I don't need to solve it for the driving. I need to solve my overall anxious feeling, my overall anxious level that is where the healing comes in. Many people come to me to work on, want they get very specific on their anxiety and the first thing they want to work on and get rid of. And that's where their focus is. I'm focusing on general anxiety, but they have their focus on their one activity that they want to, quote, fix. And they'll work on that. And then they will tell me, all of these other, this multitude of other things that all fell away. They weren't even consciously working on those. And that's because when we are calm, all of those anxious symptoms and sensations fall away. We don't need to work on them one at a time. So work on your general, overall anxious state. Become more calm, more peaceful, By doing these things I talked about, the breathing, becoming more active, using your meditation, and all of those sensations and symptoms will begin to fall away. And now for today's quote. To be fully alive, fully human, and completely awake is to be continually thrown out of the nest. And that's from Pema Chodron. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.